Welcome to the Live to be Remembered podcast, where you'll learn the most effective tools for leaders, communication, and how to succeed at a high level. What's going on, kings and queens? It's your boy, Willis Bless, best known as your host, William Winfield. I got a phenomenal guest. And y'all keep probably saying, yo, Will, you always got phenomenal guests. That's because I do. A lot of the people that I bring on, well, let me say, not people, family that I bring on this podcast adds tremendous value. And truth be told, they're not, they don't have to be verified, but they still doing their thing. So listen, with no further ado, it ain't about the host. It's about the guest. What's going on, my sister? What's going on? How you doing? Girl, I'm trying to be like you, man. You over there stunting. I'm like, man, I got, hey, you know what it is. God, I'm just being me. That's yeah. hard. That's hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast, sis. It's an honor to be able to have you here to add some value to the amazing family that we have here. Um, so tell the people who you are and what you do, girl. Talk to them. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I appreciate you being bold enough to create a platform uh, for us that uh, aren't verified or don't have a lot of followers. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate um, the uh, reach out that you gave. Absolutely. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited about that. My name is Stephanie Shelley. I am uh, author of uh, two books, um, Casting Your Pearls Before Swine, and Afraid to Live, Confessions of a Believer Who Didn't Trust God. Mm. Uh, as well as I do some speaking and do a lot of administrative things and pretty much a jack of all trades. <laughs> hey. hey, let's go. Let's love me some people. I love God's people. Um, I love God's creation. Uh, and, um, you know, basically really at the end of the day, want people to know that they have choices. That's right. And that they can be free if that's what they want. That's right. Yep. That's right. Absolutely. Um, so let's, 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 let's go here. Okay. When you hear the, when you hear your why, right? When you hear your why. Mm hmm what drives you? What motivates you to do what you do day in and day out, Steph? Talk to the people. What motivates me is um, we live in a world where, you know, I'm a, I'm a church girl. Well, not really, but I love Jesus. But we live in a world that is sin laden. It is. And it really looks like sin is winning. It really does. Um, and so um, particularly for people who profess Christ, I just want them to know that they are not stuck. I, I was a 911 operator for 15 years with LAPD, and most of my conversation um, on not on the uh, not on the emergency line, not on the primary line, but on the secondary line, were people who just wanted to be heard. So I would get in trouble a lot of times because I would just talk to people. They just wanted to be heard. They didn't feel like they had an outlet. They didn't feel like anybody listened to them. They didn't feel like they mattered, you know? And what I didn't realize at the time was I could speak to their condition because I felt the same way. And so there were a lot of people who were very depressed, a lot of people who were suicidal, and I could speak to that. So here I am on the one end, you know, trying to be the one to help you, but I didn't know that I needed help at yeah. the time. So. 
that my why is people. I, I just believe that people are God's greatest commodity and we live in a world where we're invisible. We walk past each other. We oh. don't feel because feeling costs us something mm. intrinsically, innately. If I really ask you how you doing, am I really ready for your answer? Right. Do I have time? <laughs> because we just ask that and we don't really mean it because if I tell you what's really going on with me, it might be a little bit too much for you to deal with. Right. So, you know. Love it. And you, and when you hear the word legacy, what comes to your mind? Um, for me, um, it's just it's kingdom. It's kingdom. It's kingdom work, you know, and we all um we all have our different um jobs to do in the kingdom. If we are a body and and and, and a physical body in and of itself is a very um perfect machine god created uh, but we but in the body there are different systems and some of those systems mix and some of them cannot or it's not going to be good <laughs> you know what i mean but it's important that everything is in its place and the seen parts the the unseen parts are just as important if not that much more than the parts that are seen because if it's not for the cells if it's not for the ligaments if it's not for all of those things that we don't see then who's going to hold up all the seen parts and so i am very much i really have a passion for people who are not seen mm. because i know what it's like to feel invisible around people who tell you they love you all the time Ooh, the things that are not seen are the things that's most important, right? Like people be like, you don't ever hear anybody be like, oh, that's a cute liver. Like, you know that, right? Until they need one. Right? Right? It's just like, you know, oh, you got pretty eyes. Or, you know, you got nice hair. You know, like, it's those things. But again, like you said, sis, it's the things that people don't see that makes the body function the most. Right. Right. And right. that's so important. So in other words, what you're basically, and I feel you on this, you know, just because you're not seen doesn't mean that God cannot use you. Correct. Wow. Correct. And in that, what you have to know without fanfare, without approval, without acceptance is who you are, mm -hmm. whether that be in Christ or not, you have to know who you are because in order to get the work done, the assignment that's been given you in this life, you will get knocked down too many times because that's what the enemy and his dudes are supposed to be doing. So, you know, we can't let you succeed because some folks might get free. But if I know who I am, I can walk through that. It ain't going to be fun. It ain't going to be easy. But if I know that I have a job to do, then I, I know who, who God created me to be and what he's put in me to do. So it's my responsibility to complete that. And I can't allow the voices of other folks, mm. you know, and from the past mm. to keep me from being who he created me to be. Identity is the first thing that the enemy attacks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Y'all got to catch him. Y'all got to catch him. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We're not throwing our pearls to swines on this podcast. These are people who actually care about legacy. So, um, sis, so let's let's talk. Let's talk really real brief. Um, you know, I, I know that you said that you worked at the LAPD, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you've you've you just 
people wanted to be heard, right? People didn't feel like they were being heard. Um, just walk us through the motions, you know, um, you know, what it is that you was making, you know, how, you know, did, did you feel that what you was making was worth doing the job that you was doing? Yeah, listen, I had a great job. <laughs> Nine, <laughs> the 911 dispatchers in Los Angeles, I have to say, I just believe are the best. We have great training and all that, and the money was great. If all I have to do is send the police for what I was making, I was making 80 grand a year. Wow. Yeah, I had, a, I had a beautiful house. I had a nice car. I had everything yeah. I could want. Yeah. And I asked God for those things. And then God came and had paid me a visit and asked me, so how's things going? You good? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't. I wasn't. And so what I realized was things don't make me. Things don't, things don't, don't dictate who I am. But I didn't realize that at the time because, you know, the American dream is to have a home and da-da-da-da-da-da. But as we see everything that America is saying, including jobs and all that kind of stuff, is falling through the cracks now because you know, every knee shall bow, it, whatever, whatever got to get us to it. That's what's going to get us to it. And so I became, um, I became depressed and eventually suicidal. And, um, you know, basically what, you know, God said, well, are you willing to give it up? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, well, give up what you gave it to me. He said, yeah, but if you give up this, I have a lot more to give, but I can't do it here. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really want to hear that, but as the days went on, I got more and more, it just got more and more dark. So I just started saying, okay, if it's you, do this, do this, do this. And that's what happened. I sold my house online. I didn't have all those, those open houses and stuff. I, 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 I left my job and gave away everything, packed up my car with could fit, drove across country. I said, if you, I said, give me a place to live without a job. I want to see you do that. <laughs> and he did it. And I was gone the next week and people were angry with me because they didn't understand. For some reason, people will understand you laying in a casket when you can't talk back as opposed to coming to you and asking you what's wrong and having to, again, engage in dialogue with you in your pain. Everybody don't want to do that because people are dealing with their own stuff, you know, which causes people to isolate and feel alone. And so... I, I, you know, it was real for me. I could see that I wasn't going to make it and I didn't have time to worry about what other people were thinking. Uh-huh. And so in my going to Raleigh, North Carolina, after being in church all my life and everything, I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit, unlike no other. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I wasn't a college graduate. I was angry about not going to college. Nobody ever forced me to go. Oh, nobody ever said I could go. And then God sits me right down in the middle of a college town. I said, how cruel can you be? But the Holy Spirit said, but I can teach you mm-hmm. all things. All right. And I said, oh, okay. And for three months with no devices, no nothing, I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit that I wouldn't trade for the world after wow. being in church all my life. And so what I thought was going to be a trade when God said, I can do much more. I honestly thought it was material things. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, I'm going to give you your righteous mind because mm-hmm. I was losing it. And so I understand how people want to want the voices to stop. I understand how they want the emotional pain to stop. Yeah. 
but suicide is a permanent solution to a very temporary thing if you fight for your righteous mind it can be done and it can be done without medication i ain't knocking it but it can be done you know so i'm i'm grateful to be here because in in my being here i've been able to appreciate the life god gave me we don't appreciate a lot of things we always looking at what we don't have instead of what we do have mm -hmm. and appreciating it and so I've said things, just talking, I've just said things and people have, have been grateful that I've said them or, or I said something that really opened up a space in somebody's mind. Had I committed suicide, I wouldn't have been here to do that. Mm. So every time somebody says something to me, I'm, I'm, I'm floored because this is the progression of the body. We are to edify one another and we are so, we are so saturated in our mind and uh, uh with 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 so much right now stuff and you know the bigger the better with social media and all that kind of stuff that we can't even appreciate a moment that has literally changed the trajectory of our it ain't nothing big but it's changed the trajectory of our lives you know our thinking even so yeah wow y'all gotta listen man lapd los angeles police department picking up a phone saying how can i help you okay boom gotcha doom get out there daquan or shaquan get out there go help my person right and you bring in an 80 grand a year nice house nice car you know what i'm saying you ain't the you're not even looking at prices when you shop right like you just chilling right and god comes to you and he's just like are you ready for more right right like, what more can i get and and i believe this that so many times that we get so comfortable with what we think that is big and right. God, nah, big. right right because i never thought that i would ever be homeless either mm -hmm. and um i this time last year the second the first no december 31st i was living in my car um with the fireworks going up i live i'm in the i live in the hood so I was, I was just parked on the street and i said oh i forgot they shoot over here i can't sleep in the car over here so i had to go over where they just do fireworks they don't shoot and 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 you know it was a humbling experience but the situation that got me to that um it was very it was it was demeaning mm -hmm. and i said no i i, I know who i belong to i'm not going to I don't have to deal with this. And I told God, I said, look, it's just me and you. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm laying all my faith on you. Whatever you want to do, here I am. And in a week's time, I had a job that had um, um, somewhere to live with it. It was an apartment attached to the job, wow. you know. So I just, I just trust God. I, it's not going to ever be at least in my situation, it's never what I thought it was, right. you know, and it, and it, and it's not easy, but I think that the thing about fear is we think that we can stop a lot of things when we should actually lean into it and embrace it. If we trust God, he's not going to let nothing happen to us that we cannot handle. Right. And that's what the thing that had me was I was in so much fear of what I wouldn't have and what wouldn't happen that God was like, well, what if you trust me? What would happen if you trust me? Why don't you try that? Right. right. Before you take your life, why don't you try fully trusting me and let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think so many times, sis, that, you know, many people don't want to trust because mm -hmm. trust requires faith. 
And faith is definitely something that's tough. Yes. Right? Because yes. we hear it all the time, yeah, you know, faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen, right? Yes. So faith doesn't require sight, it requires vision. Right. <laughs> right. And we have to understand that as long as you put your trust in God, God will always make something happen for you. Right. 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 And when you get to the point where you're in a place where like, you know, and that's one of the things that I love why, you know, I invite people, you know, like you on these podcast episodes is because like you, I was homeless. Like you, I've dealt with suicidal thoughts. I try to take my life five times. Mm. And so it's very important to get these messages out here because there's people who are dealing with things and they don't want to talk about it. Right. You know, And like we, I'm pretty sure you've heard the quote don't wait to give people their flowers when they're dead. Right. Give it to them while they're living. Right, right, right. And and oftentimes I find that it's kind of like being in the classroom. You know, everybody is thinking the same thing, but only one person, you know, has the courage to raise their hand. And once you raise your hand, it gives people permission kind of sort of to speak. And so we don't, the, you know, the word says we overcome by the blood of the lamb, which has already been shed and the word of our testimony. Well, if the enemy f- closes up your throat in shame and depression and, and, and embarrassment, then you can't tell nobody what you've been through because once you've been delivered, this is what the Holy Spirit told me. If I deliver you from something, you're no longer that thing. You can talk about it freely. Right. You don't have to be embarrassed. That's not who you are anymore. And so many people, even in church, they're still putting on this air that they didn't go through something. They didn't go through a divorce, for, you know, or three divorces or whatever. No, you went through that so you could tell somebody. Yeah. Not so you can act like it didn't happen. How are you going to help somebody if you don't tell them, you know, and all you're required to do, not have the answer for someone, tell your story. What, what is your testimony? And then it's God's responsibility to do whatever he does with those seeds those words that go out where they fall where they're planted that's not us all he required for us to do is tell what he did for us mm. how he brought us out of a situation you know and so i'm 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 i get tired of telling the story because you know you hear it you you know you telling it it's, it's kind of like i'm sure earth when and fire gets tired of playing some of the same songs they want people to hear something new you know right. but right. that's what works right. and so we're responsible to do what works and so I, I, when, when you tell people, you just never know where people are. That's why it's, it's incumbent upon us to be on our post and just speak. Just speak. That's it. It's real simple. We make stuff real, real complicated. But God ain't real complicated because he requires obedience. I told you what to do. Now just do it. Stop thinking. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and, I, and I always say this, man, um, for, through the Holy Spirit, um, you know, and I remember he told me this, you know, uh, a couple months back, you know, again, like, you know, sometimes we make things deeper than what it is. And right. It's really that deep. And he said to me, he said, you are a student of pain to become a teacher in freedom. Ah, all right. That's a t-shirt. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I said, oh, snap. I said, okay, guy, you know, you got gems. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Right. But again, it's the truth. Like every single thing that we encounter in life, Steph, is that we need to learn things in the classroom. So guess what? If you went through sexual abuse, you're in the classroom of that to learn it. Right. Because at the end of it, you're going to walk the stage and be able to teach the freedom of how to come out of that. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't come out of it to wallow in it. You yeah. come, you know, and a lot of people some people are very comfortable being a victim and you know i'm not i don't i don't i'm not speaking against you know there's a there's a season for everything but but you've got to let it work for you it has to serve you some kind of way and i just believe that in these last days there are folks who are bold enough to speak their truth because people are looking for truth we have we are so inundated with the social media thing and everybody's showing everything that looks perfect, you know, and dying on the inside, you know? And so it's like, if you're bold enough to speak your truth, it gives other, it's a domino effect. It really is. And that's what God requires. So he can come in and the Holy spirit, who's the original transformer can do the work. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Let's go, man. She's y'all better catch it. I want to be when I see God. I want to be empty. You know, I had, I just, I know we got to go, but I'll just leave you with this. One day I was walking through the cemetery um, and our cemetery, one of our cemeteries here, many of the headstones have pictures of the deceased. A lot of young people, a lot of young people. I was looking for a young lady's uh, grave who had recently uh, passed away. And, And I had a vision and literally the grass rolled back, a casket popped up, and it opened oh it flipped open and what was in there were really beautifully wrapped boxes all different sizes all different colors and they had dust on them and dirt on them. and I said well god what does this mean he said don't let this be you mm-hmm. don't die with your gifts mm-hmm. don't die with what i've given you to give out mm-hmm. and even if it's one thing just like that parable you better give it. You better give it with all you got. Because he don't want that. He, he sent us here to give out what he gave us to give. All right. Whew. That's the legacy gem, y'all. She yep. just dropped the legacy gem. She said the casket came up. Came up. Popped open. Gifts everywhere. Yes. Just don't let it be you. Let it be that you. Is what, that's the statement today. Yeah. Don't let it be you. Yeah. Wow. Steph, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I appreciate you. That you gave me because every time I can speak about it, it gives me life too. You know, it reminds me. So I appreciate it. I really do. Girl, too easy. Tell the family where they could find you and locate you at, girl. So I am, uh, well, the books are on Amazon. You can actually just type in my name, Stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, Schelling, S-H-E-L-L-I-N-G on Amazon. And those two books will pop up. Um, I am on IG, Black Pearl is B-L-K-P-E-A-R-L-888 on Instagram and Stephanie Schelling on Facebook. I'm working on all my other stuff. <laughs> it's all right, girl. Listen, we, ain't, we <laughs> don't let it be you. That's what we're doing over here, right? That's right. So listen, family, uh, Stephanie, thank you for coming through, adding value to the podcast. We appreciate you. Thank you. And um, y'all, it's your boy Willis Bless, best known as your host, William Winfield, with my sister Stephanie Schelling. Just coming to let you know, don't live just to exist. That's right. Live to be remembered. Love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace.